guys, welcome back to the All That Is Good podcast. I'm so excited to be back this week with my really good friend, Suchi Saja, and she's going to be asking me some of the questions that you all sent in via Instagram. Um, I put up a Q&A this week and just decided that a Get to Know Me episode would probably be the best thing to do with this podcast being new and some people don't know me very well. So hopefully with these questions, you get to know me a little bit better. Um, There were some really good ones, so we're going to try to get through as many as we can, but obviously might not get to all of them. So I will definitely do another Q&A episode in the future. And with that being said, let's get into it. Suji, thanks so much for being here. I'm super excited to have my first ever guest on the podcast, although it actually is making me very nervous. It's much harder to record in front of someone than when you're just sitting at your dining room table alone. So, but I'm very appreciative that you were willing to come over and ask me these questions and chat with me for a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's been fun reading through these questions and some of them I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know this about Mara. So I'm excited to hear. We are about to find out. All right, let's uh, get into it. Also, I'm going to let her decide which questions to ask. She knows me pretty well, so um, I think she'll do a good job of like choosing which questions we should do. Okay, I have been given free reign of Mars Instagram for the next hour or two or however long she decides to keep me here. <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm just going to go down the list here and let's start with, oh my gosh, you guys came up with the hardest questions. Let's go deep. What's the biggest challenge of marriage right now? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's just start right on in there. Um, currently right now, I would say that it's just being in a season where his career is like thriving and he's traveling a lot and I'm home um, preparing for the baby and taking some time off of work. So that's just kind of two very completely different lifestyles. Obviously he's super supportive and still here and all of that, but it's just interesting to kind of be supporting each other. But I don't know the, the seasons right now just kind of look a little bit different. I would say like struggles in general is just, Learning the other person, learning not to always want to be right, um, to hear them, to be empathetic to what they're saying, to validate their feelings. Like there's so many things I could go on and on about and things that we've learned like through couples therapy. But um, yeah, I think that would be my answer. That's great. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're completely going to switch gears. What is your style influenced by? Though I would actually say partially your husband. Yeah, definitely HB. He picks out things and buys me things and sends me cool stuff on Instagram. And that's been really, really fun to have that in common. I think I definitely take from a lot of men's style. Um, I love like Pharrell, Kanye West, some of these bigger style icons that just kind of do whatever they want to do and they just make things look so effortless and so cool. I think I tend to pull from those places and then try to incorporate that into my style and make it my own. Obviously, there's the great style icons like Hailey Bieber and some of those other females that are out there right now. And then a lot of 90s fashion for sure, looking back at like old Julia Roberts, um, Sandra Bullock, just 
some of those stars back in the day and the things that they used to wear. I feel like the style was super effortless and just like really, really cool. And that's kind of what I feel like I try to go for now. The 90s was the best. Definitely. Gosh. Um, What were your aspirations in life before becoming a wife and a mom? Um, I think I kind of did what I wanted to do. I wanted to move to a bigger city, um, like get out of my small town. I wanted to work in the fashion industry in some way, and I did that through styling. And I wanted to be self-employed and be freelance. And I feel like all of those things I did do and am still doing. And then aspirations just for myself. I think I just wanted to be really sure of who I was and just be more confident in who I am. And um, that's obviously an ongoing process and probably always will be. But yeah, I think that those were kind of my goals before becoming a wife and a mom and Obviously, the goals shift and change, and then, you know, some are still kind of the same. So, yep. Now, this isn't really a question, I think, more of a compliment, but how was your Instagram such an aesthetic? <laughs> I po- – that's funny. I actually posted something <laughs> yesterday on my stories about how I don't know if my Instagram will ever be aesthetic again. Um, but I just truly right now I'm posting what I like, and I'm trying not to focus so much on – If it's the perfectly curated feed or not, I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in that. And trust me, I like admire those feeds so much. I look at them constantly and I'm like, wow, this is just so beautiful. All the photos are so beautiful. Um, But yeah, that's just not where I'm at in life. So I'm just trying to stay true to me and post what I enjoy posting and kind of keep it in my style and hope that that, you know, resonates. So Mara and I talk a lot about how authenticity is aesthetic so be authentic yeah definitely I feel like that's what my Instagram journey has been is going from like a curated blog essentially style blog to just wanting to share real life and share things that I love and um yeah it's it's made it a lot more enjoyable for sure with a lot less pressure so what is one thing you would tell your younger self Oh, don't date that boy, probably. <laughs> um, or do date that boy. <laughs> no, most of the time do not date that boy. Um, I think also just that who you are is 100% good enough. Like, don't try to be anybody else. There's only one you, and obviously that's still a constant work in progress um, for me. But I think I just spent so much of my younger years just – wishing to be like other girls that I looked up to or that I thought were cool or that I thought were pretty or just, you know, whatever you have in your brain. And I just really didn't appreciate who I was for a really long time. So yeah, I think I would just say, just be okay with being you and you're good enough. This, I'm going to derail a little bit or stray away from Instagram because (laughs) Mara has helped me so much uh, in our past, however long we've been friends. Like five plus years now. With my self-confidence, loving myself. We talk a lot about just body image stuff and how it's so hard, especially as a woman. I'm sure men deal with it too, but especially women have all these 
messages constantly coming at them about how they need to be and look a certain way. And so my question is, what would you tell like a middle or high schooler who's dealing with self-image stuff and, and wanting, but wanting to be authentic in that? That is so hard. I think it's okay to be honest about that. I think we all have struggles and anyone that's pretending like they don't have any insecurities or any struggles, like that's just not realistic at all. Um, we all are insecure about something like maybe it's not body image. Maybe it's, you know, something else about ourselves, but we all have these insecurities and, so one, you're not alone in that. And I think it's okay to try to work through that and to talk about it and to share about it and kind of figure out like, what does that look like for you? And then at the same time, like just do not compare yourself because comparison is one of my biggest, like biggest flaws. I am so quick to compare myself just in all, all realms, um, whether it's, how I look or just things that I'm doing, things that I'm succeeding at. What does my career look like? What does my Instagram look like? Like, it's just so easy to compare ourselves and social media makes that so much easier. So I would just say like to, to just, yeah, stop looking at what everyone else is doing, what everyone else looks like and really just focus on yourself. Like if you can learn to be, to really take care of yourself and to love yourself and to put that as a main priority in your life, I think you'll, you'll find that you're a lot happier. Um, even if it's maybe, you know, you still have those insecurities, that's okay. But you'll find some of that like peace within yourself versus just constantly looking to other people and then comparing what you're not versus what they are. So. Love yeah. that. Um, okay. Mara, you work in the creative industry with photography, styling, and many other things. So how did you start with photography and styling? So styling was actually a, was actually something I intended to do. Um, photography was not. So styling, I kind of decided that I wanted to figure out, I was going from like having a, a style blog and I was like, man, I really wanna work in this industry. I'm living in a big city now. Like, I think there's some opportunity here. So I actually reached out to a few people via email and DM and just, they were already stylists. And I just was like, you know, I want to, I want to learn this industry. I want to, you know, kind of take a go at this. Like, will you let me come shadow you? Will you let me come work for you for free? Like just offering, you know, myself and services so I could just kind of learn and a really good friend here um, named Hannah, she's an awesome stylist here in Atlanta. She took me up on it and uh, let me come assist her and kind of brought me on as a full-time assistant. And from there, it kind of just continued to grow. The more people, Atlanta's really cool because the more people you meet here, the more opportunities you get. It's a, it's a big city, but it's also a pretty small network of people. So I feel like I just met a lot of really great people that gave me really awesome opportunities. And that's kind of how I grew and started working in that realm. And I just did that. I assisted and kind of worked multiple jobs until I was able to um, go freelance full time. And photography for me was just something I did really for my blog and with my friends. Um, my friend Chandler, Candidly Chan, who used to live here in Atlanta, 
we would go out and take blog photos. And so I knew how to use a camera, but I definitely was not trying to make it a career by any means. And I started taking some photos for my church and for house fires and then started taking photos for Maverick City Music. And then I started being called a photographer. And I was like, wait, I don't think that I'm a (laughs) photographer. But people were always like, oh, yeah, this is Mara. She's a photographer. And then I was like, okay, I guess I am. Now I'm getting paid to do this. So, yeah, that was not a planned thing, but definitely a God thing, which was really, really cool to see happen. So it kind of just took off from there. And I think just being able to say yes to opportunities, even if I wasn't sure where they were going to lead. I think that's kind of what honestly propelled my career and gave me the opportunities that, that I got. So that is funny that you say that because you're right. There's not a moment I think where you were like, Oh, I'm going to be a photographer now. No, it just kind of happened, which is really cool actually in a testament to, to God for sure. Yeah, no, it was, it was not part of the plan, but I mean, I'm happy that it happened, so. The Lord works in mysterious ways. (laughs) That he does. Well, while we're talking about God, how did you meet God and become a Christian or Jesus follower? Well, I think I should probably do like a full testimony um, episode at some point in time. But essentially, I grew up in the church. My parents were Christians. Um grew up going to church all of my life. So I accepted Christ at a pretty young age. I was six, I think, which is like pretty young to make a decision that big. But I don't know. I really did at the time feel the weight of the decision. And like, I knew what I was doing. Like I was a pretty um, mature, mature kid. So, and I had an older brother that I was like looking up to in that as well. Um, So yeah, I, accepted Christ when I was six, but then obviously your relationship just like changes so much with God throughout your life. And there were definitely times where I was, you know, still going to church, still going to youth group, but it wasn't like, I don't know. I don't know that I would call myself a Jesus follower at that point in my life. Um, so I would say really when I was like 24, moved to Atlanta, got plugged in here. Um, Suchi was actually a big part of that for me and finding a church and just understanding that now my relationship with God was up to me. And it wasn't just based on my parents or going to church every Sunday morning. It was like, no, this is, this is real. And you need to like figure out what this means to you. So I think honestly, I've been on that journey now for like the last five or six years. And so, yeah, while I've always been a Christian, I think it's definitely changed a lot and has, it looks a lot different now than it did throughout most of my life. So this is a good question. How do you connect with God in your daily activities? I feel like it's maybe a bit cliche to say, but I really do feel like God is in everything. And I think when I stop to actually think about that, he shows up in those things. Like it's really easy to walk through our life and to not pay attention and to go to the grocery store and meet a random stranger and have a conversation. And then, you know, you go about your day or you go to work or you go to your Starbucks or like whatever it is, like we can just kind of go through our days kind of blindly and not aware. But I think when we try to focus on being aware of where he shows up or when he speaks, that's when you'll notice those little moments of, Oh, that interaction at the grocery store was definitely 
there was something there. Like there was something on that that I was supposed to say or I was supposed to give to that person for, for that moment or your, you know, barista or what, whatever it is. I think it's just being aware. I think it's being aware of, of God and of trying to include him in those moments because he always wants to be included, but a lot of times we're just too busy or kind of just, you know, have our blinders on to like actually see that he is in those moments. Yeah, I think it's being expectant too. Yeah, that's good. Because um, I definitely have days where I'm like, God, I don't know that you should be a part of this day because I have a feeling it's not going to be great or I'm not going to be my best self today. Yeah. But choosing to find God on those days too is, yeah. So be aware, be yeah. expectant. I think that's good. Love that. You didn't know you were getting preached to tonight, did you? I know. Y'all really did come, <laughs> come in with the deep, the deep questions, which is great because... What's your Enneagram, Mara? M4. So. <laughs> so we love the deep, love going into the depths mm-hmm. of everything. Suchi always jokes that like I'll like want to meet someone and like know their childhood trauma within like the first hour. And while I'm not going to like force you to talk about it, like I'm definitely open to it if you do want to talk about it. So I would say she would kind of force you to talk about it. Yeah. But in the nicest or, way. Or I'll just share mine <laughs> and then hope that you'll also share yours. Um, I'm actually, so my, my four and my two, I recently learned this, but four and two are both like kind of tied for me in terms of percentage wise. Um, when I, when I took the, when I retook the test, I don't know, a few months back and then either way I'm a three wing. So I just have a lot of feelings going on. We're just, (laughs) we're just fully in immersed in the heart emotions triad. If you know anything about Instagram or not Instagram, sorry, Enneagram, um, so yeah, but I identify most with, with, of being a four for sure. I'm a seven. So Mara definitely balances out my head. Uh, just on Friday we were having breakfast that was supposed to be like a one hour breakfast <laughs> turned into a full day. But at one point I was complaining about something and she goes, you think too much. And I was like, well, you feel too much. <laughs> That's typically, I feel like that's typically how our conversations go as well. But it's good to have, like, HB's not, um, he's definitely not in the heart triad either. And it's great because I'm, like, a ball of emotions constantly. And he, like, brings logic to the table. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And that's kind of what Suchi does for me as well. It's like, you got to have those people that, like, balance you out. Even if you don't want it, it's it's good to have it for yeah. sure. What's HB's Enneagram? Actually, I don't know. He thinks he's like a seven wing eight, or like I'm a eight, seven wing eight, or like an eight wing seven. So yeah, I think he's like somewhere in that in that realm. So, but he's not big on the enneagram. So, I don't I don't push him into it. Even though I would like love to dissect all of it. HB, we could be the same enneagram. Jump on this train. Y'all probably are. Honestly, that would make sense. My best friend and my mm-hmm. husband. <laughs> <laughs> love that for us. Um, okay. Let's see. Ooh, what is your favorite memory of your childhood? That is so hard. Not because, not because I don't have good memories, but because like, just even thinking about that is like, oh my gosh, it feels like a million years ago. Well, what you should do is tell everybody about the rice 4th of July barbecues. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is a favorite memory, honestly. <laughs> like, 
I have a massive family back home in Kentucky, my mom's side of the family. So every year we have, well, we do it for 4th of July, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, but the whole extended family comes. And 4th of July is like outside in my uncle's barn and you fish you play volleyball there's like so much food and I don't know it's just like the best day unless it rains and then it's like pretty miserable but when it's like sunny and all your cousins are there and I don't know you just get to hang out there all day like I always just super looked forward to fourth of July and I feel like I would just the food is just so good like we just eat so much And then we would watch fireworks that night, like as a family. So that is definitely one of my favorite childhood memories. And I still try to go home for that when I can. So if you can get an invite to the Rice family barbecue, you've made it. It probably won't happen, but I've also not made it, if that makes anyone feel better. (laughs) (laughs) It's exclusive. It's exclusive. Um, Okay. Speaking of the Rice family, Aiden Rice, Mara's brother, sent in... What are you most looking forward to in 2022 besides motherhood? So Aiden does Aww. not want to hear about being a mom. Well, he knows that I'm <laughs> he knows that I'm so excited about being a mom. So he's probably like, okay, there has to be something else. That's so cute. Um that's actually hard because I feel like right now my brain is so focused on okay, in 3 months we're bringing a baby into this world, like we're going to have a child like I don't know I feel like your world definitely kind of changes and it does kind of revolve around that um but I think the uh, the the other thing that I've been most excited about is doing this podcast honestly like it's just it's made me so inspired to like share and to just do something outside of my comfort zone and to connect with all of you in a different way so I feel like that is for sure the other thing that I'm like top most excited about maybe not as excited as about as my baby but like pretty (laughs) pretty close (laughs) um let's see this one is oh gosh so deep love it what are some of the things you've done to work on your anxiety oh man Suchi and I have these conversations all the time um so 20 2020 going into 2021 was like probably the worst anxiety I've ever had. Um, It was really right before I got married and then right after I got married and then continued through most of 2021 and kind of turned into like panic attacks and some other pretty, pretty severe stuff that just felt super debilitating. And so I've worked really, really hard to learn how to manage that first off I go to therapy and that has been super helpful working through anxious thoughts anxious feelings moments where I just kind of spiral to have that like third party outsider to talk to about it um, has been really great I journal or like talk to a close friend in those moments where I'm feeling super anxious I have incorporated meditation long walks Um, I'm working out a lot more now and just moving my body, taking care of myself in that way. And I also saw a, um, chiropractor slash slash neurologist, and he was incredible. If you're in Atlanta, I highly recommend Dr. Jerome. He has absolutely changed my life and healed so much of that for me. 
um, working on rebalancing my nervous system essentially and just realizing that some of it was absolutely physical things that could be fixed but that needed a lot of time and rest to be fixed. So those were kind of all the practical steps I took. And then I think just as anxiety continues to arise, just learning to, I don't know, not not let it like consume me to just understand that I might just be having a little bit of an anxious day and maybe I just need to journal a little, little bit, journal a little bit, <laughs> or maybe I need to, you know, get outside for a few minutes. Like I think it's going to be an ongoing thing and I don't know that it will ever be completely gone. Uh, maybe it will be, but um, I think just learning to really take care of myself to like rest properly, to eat properly. Those things have just been huge in just my overall wellness. And I think that that all contributes to your mind, your body, your spirit, all of those things. So yeah, that's kind of what I do. And I do all of those things like on a weekly basis. So it's not like, oh, you do them and then you're good to go. Anxiety gone forever. <laughs> like I wish, but no. Oh, and I cut out caffeine and that was huge. If you have anxiety, stop drinking caffeine. Yikes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not it. Like 95% of our conversations are about counseling slash therapy yep. and basically anxiety management. Yep. And marriage. And marriage. Yep. And fashion. And fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do talk about fashion a lot. And the 4th of July barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly those other things. <laughs> okay, since Aiden did not want to hear about parenthood, let's absolutely talk about parenthood. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to the most in parenthood? I think like raising a child with HB. Like, I think it'll be so cool to see both like things that are characteristics of me and then personality traits of him, like be together in one little human. And then for us to get to, I don't know, just like raise this child and like teach them about music and art and fashion and all the things that we love. And just to get to see HB be a father, like I think that's just going to be incredible. So yeah, that's definitely what I'm most looking forward to. Um, what has been the most exciting part of pregnancy? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> I love pregnancy, actually, even though my pregnancy has not been super smooth. I think really just seeing like your stomach grow every week and then seeing the baby kick and then the kicks getting stronger and stronger. Like it's just the oddest feeling but it's also so incredible at the same time and you're it reminds you every single time like oh my gosh there's a whole human inside of me and I think that that's definitely like my favorite part I always get so excited and like try to video it and of course as soon as I video it the baby stops kicking but um yeah it's it's really cool <laughs> do you plan on um still working in photography and styling after and if so how do you plan on balancing it? So I'm definitely going to be taking some time off. I have been taking time off throughout this pregnancy. Um, still doing little things here and there. And I don't know. I don't know what that looks like yet for me. Essentially, since my husband travels a lot um, and tours, that I'll be 
staying at home with the baby quite a bit. Obviously, we'll have some help um, from friends and family as well. But yeah, so it's definitely going to be different than when I was on set five, six days a week, you know, 10, 12 hour days. That will definitely not be the case anymore. So I'm kind of trying to figure out what that looks like for me. What is this next step in my career? Where do I go from here? So yeah, I guess you all are going to have to just stay tuned to find out about that because I'm not quite sure yet. I Okay, for my final question, I know the answer to this, but let's just ask, are you hoping for a boy or a girl? Neither. Both? Both. No, honestly, um, I didn't really care which one we had first. I hope that we do have one of each eventually. Um, But yeah, I had a strong feeling that it was one specific gender. I'm not saying anything yet because we haven't announced. So I did have a strong feeling in the beginning that it was one specific gender. And HB thought it was the opposite gender. And I'm not going to say which one is correct because people in my life that know what my intuition (laughs) was are going to definitely know which one it is based on what my answer is. But all that to say, um, yeah, I didn't really have a preference actually. Growing up, I always said I wanted a boy first because my I have an older brother and I always loved having an older brother. So if you want to go based off of like growing up before now, you can go with that. All moms say that. All moms are like, as long as they're happy, and, or not happy, healthy. As long as they're healthy. Healthy but and eventually is, happy. But it is true. Like once you are growing a human inside of you, you're kind of just like, this is so incredible. I could care less. Like. I don't know. I think both would be great. And I think that there's things that I'll love about both. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll just be so happy to have a baby and get to style someone that's not myself. I'll be happy when you have a baby too. Okay. Let's do some, uh, let's do some rapid fire fun questions. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But that was great. Thanks for asking all those questions. Thanks guys for sending in the questions. They were so amazing. Um, I'm sorry if we didn't get to your question. We tried to kind of consolidate because some of them were repeat questions. And I do want to say I did see all the questions about HB. I think I'm going to have him on a separate podcast episode where we can talk about how we met, um, how we knew each other was the one, all of those things, because there was a lot of questions about that. So yeah, I'll definitely be bringing him back to do a separate episode. So stay tuned. I'll be happy to moderate for you and HB as well. <laughs> I think we should put that one on YouTube maybe. Suchi's now the co-host of this podcast in case you were wondering. So, yeah. I do what I can. <laughs> okay, rapid fire. Okay, don't don't think about them. Okay. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, I'll try not to. Okay, what's your favorite color? Green. I thought you were going to say brown. Oh, I do love brown, and that is my last name, but I don't know. I've always said green, so I always just, I just still always say green. (laughs) Who's your style icon? You mentioned this earlier. Um, for guys, probably Pharrell or Tyler, the creator. For girls, probably Hailey Bieber or Gigi Hadid, but we love Gigi. We love Gigi. We love Hailey too, but we like love Gigi. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, what is your Enneagram, Zodiac sign, and Myers-Briggs? So Enneagram four... Zodiac sign, I am a Virgo and very much a Virgo. 
and <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately and Myers Briggs I'm a I haven't looked at that in so long but I'm pretty sure I'm an ENFJ babe I think you're an I it might it might have changed it was when I tested I was always an E but mm-hmm. I think I was like 50 50 down the split oh that makes sense that yeah makes sense. so okay. I, I could go probably I or E but when I tested like three years ago it was an E Oof, I'm heavy 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 E but I'm probably an I now honestly so I could see a middle split though yeah yeah we're not doing great at rapid fire. We're like, let's talk about it. Uh, what would the title of your autobiography be? This is funny because I actually was like, maybe this should be my podcast name. And then I was like, no, this is way too deep and serious. But the deep within. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. Deep. But I think that's what it would be. I mean, based on the questions, I think the people would love that. It might be. Stay tuned. Maybe, maybe there will be a book one day. Book too. coming soon. Uh, do you have any tattoos? I only have one. It's on my wrist. It's very small. It says okay with a semicolon. And it means everything's always going to be okay. And life will go on. I will expand on this because this rapid fire is not working. <laughs> so we went to Greece with another friend in 2016. Like girls trip. And we were we made friends with this one of some like sailboat captain who was fantastic. He taught us so much about island living and all of that. And he took us out on his his sailboat and I freaked out at one point because the sailboat, I thought it was going to tip over. Like y'all, I don't know anything about sailing. I live in Atlanta. Like Yeah, she was she was terrified. terrified. I was like holding on to Mara's hand and she just looks at me and she goes, "Suchi, trust your captain." <laughs> And we which were like, is, whoa. Which, which honestly is like the most cliche thing you could say at that point in time. But That hit hard in 2016, though. Yeah, no, it did. We yeah. Were. But uh, another one of the big phrases we learned was Olakala, which means okay. And we were yeah. just like, everything will always probably be okay. Yeah. And it was cool because Olakala actually means like essentially like it is well. And I don't know. That was just like so... It, it was coming off of a very hard year, and I didn't think I would ever get a tattoo, but after I heard Olakala, and then I was like, okay, and then the semicolon, I don't know. It all just, like, fit, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be my reminder. So it is. It's, like, my reminder in, like, anxiety or life or just whatever's going on that, like, everything will always be okay, and life isn't going to end. There's not a period there. Life will continue. So, hmm. yeah. Let's see. What other questions do we have? Ooh, what song or album could you listen to on repeat? Song would be Electric Feel by MGMT. It makes me so happy. (laughs) I always say that, I probably shouldn't say this, Mom, I'm sorry, but if I were to ever do drugs, which I have not, if I were to ever do drugs, (laughs) that would be like my drug song because I just feel like you could just like have the best time. Um, But no, yeah, it's just one of those like put the windows down, like just feel good songs album honestly sorry to my musician husband but it would probably be red taylor <laughs> swift <laughs> he is not a taylor swift fan i however am and could listen to that album until the end of time so it's a time of life thing yeah right yeah yeah we grew up with it you know i don't know what my album would be on repeat probably taylor swift something i'll let everybody know when i come back for the hb mara episode yes i'll think about it uh, if you didn't live in Atlanta, where would you want to live? 
I would love to live, okay, for the weather specifically, LA or like California, I just think I would be so happy with that weather year round for the culture and just like way of life. I would probably want to live somewhere in Europe. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they want the healthcare is better. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. And then also I just, yeah, I feel like they just have such a rich appreciation for like life and food and family and all of those things. And I just think as Americans, we can be very individualized a lot of the time. And, um, so yeah, I don't really know where in Europe, I haven't been a ton of places, but I just always, I don't know. The fashion's so good too. Yeah. Like I just think like on like a countryside and like Amsterdam or something it'd just be like <laughs> wonderful <laughs> I was like living a completely different life where I could just be like isolated from the world so <laughs> that was fun I like rapid fire that's not rapid <laughs> I know I was gonna say we don't do a very good job at actual rapid but nothing with me is super rapid um I like to expand I like to talk that's why I have a podcast how about some of y'all need to send in some fun questions next time yeah y'all send in when we do another Q&A we're gonna ask for actually actually I liked all the questions yeah they were great they were great I'll add in some yeah Suchi can add in the fun questions her random ones she lives her life with a motto of fun 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 that's um Enneagram seven so (laughs) <laughs> I I love the deep stuff and she was probably wanting like, you know. No, I love I love it all. Balance. Absolutely. Well, guys, I think that wraps us up for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and our first guest on the podcast. Thank you again, Suchi, for being here. And yeah, if there were any questions that I didn't answer, shoot me a DM or if there's anything you want me to expand on, I'd be happy to. Um, but I just really appreciate all of you all listening and just sending in questions and yeah, it just means so much to me and I'm so excited for what's to come on this podcast. So with all that being said, we will, I maybe Suchi at some point in time in the future. (laughs) I'll think about it. I'll pray about it. We'll see you again (laughs) next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the All That Is Good podcast. If you'd like to find me on Instagram, my Instagram at Mara Brown is linked down below in the show notes. See you guys next week.